welcome to another episode of Story and Things. We are a book podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm your host, Yahida. And I'm your host, Shelly. So, how have you been? I've been good. Oh my it's, God, it's been like a month. It's been a minute. I know. What's new with you? Is there anything you want to talk about? Yeah. Okay. So, we are a book podcast. We are. And if you're on Book Talk, you don't have to be on Book Talk because you to know, be a reader? Yeah. No, you, you don't. You don't have to. But there's also like a lot of stuff that happens on Book Talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think now that we're growing a little bit more, mm-hmm. I see it more and more. Yeah. <laughs> And there was something I did want to ask you about, which is people's thoughts on separating the author from the book. So if the author has done controversial things. Do you think you should still buy their book? I feel that it's a personal decision. But most of the time, I don't really know much about authors. Well, I mean, now we know more because we're in this world but before i had no clue i would just see books oh that's cute would not even look at the author name most of the time now i recognize authors names more than before and i think that i personally would not pick up a book Mm -hmm. if it's from an author that has done something that i don't agree with because that is the reason why i haven't purchased the lovely bones so personally for me it's a no But I would consider either if, for example, someone gifted me the book, I would read it. Or if I found it in like a used bookstore and it was like super cheap, then I would get it then. You know what's sad? Mm. (laughs) I agree with you 100%. But it sucks because there's a lot of books from our childhood where the authors aren't great. Oh, yeah. You know that in high school, I was hella into Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So much. In my freshman year, I read... The entirety of all the Harry Potter books, maybe like four times. I was all so, of them? yeah. I oh was so into it. I do not agree with J.K. Rowling's views, and I can say that I dislike her because I do. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that she's a great person, but oh my God, it sucks. Because, she said some crazy things. Yeah, but I love her book. Mm. <laughs> but the thing is, I wouldn't, we can cut this out. I wouldn't support her. But it's really hard in my line of work when my kids are asking me to get books that are from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I But can't. that's different, though. That's You're doing that for your job. Yeah. You're not doing that personally. I know. It sucks, And though. that's more of, like, a obligation than anything. You think so? Yeah. I still feel really bad. It's different, Because I did though. buy the Ica- Ichabod. You did? It? No. I-, I bought it, and I was like, okay, my kids are going to love this, so... Might as well buy it. And I bought it and they did love it. Mm. But it's like, okay. <laughs> I guess that's that's different. Yeah. Because that's for your job. Yes. Okay. But I also agree. Now that we're more aware of things that authors have done. And we have not talked about certain books because of things that have come out of the author. But do you think when the books that we choose not to talk about end up getting renditions like TV shows or movies... Would you still not talk about it? I would talk about it then because it's not like I'm paying for it specifically. It's not like I'm giving money to this person. Like if it were on Netflix. Yeah. Because you're already on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think that's a little bit different for me. But I know that some people completely want to cut certain celebrities or authors out. And they don't want to even look at what they do. So I can respect that. But... I think that's me too, though, because I don't even think I'd want to watch it. Like, it wouldn't 
interest me. We probably have to, though. Oh, because of our podcast story and things? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> because of our podcast story and things? The book podcast? Possibly. Yeah, but you know what? That has nothing to do with our current read, mm-hmm. which is The Fine Print by... Lauren Asher. Thank you. And this book has been so big on book talk since the beginning mm-hmm. of our inception Yeah, in book talk. So I had seen it all over the place. I had no Me idea. Too. No idea what it was about. I thought it was a, about a billionaire and a secretary story. Mm. Um, wasn't completely right, but okay. Kind of close-ish. Why don't I give us a spoiler-free summary? Mm-hmm. Just so that if you haven't read it, you can follow along with us. But I do recommend you read this only because it'll help you understand the rest of our conversation. Yeah. So if you want to go read it now, go read it now. But this is my spoiler-free summary. Okay. After the death of his grandfather, Rowan is given the task to fix Dreamland, his family's theme park. The only issue is he has no desire to do this. Everything changes when he hires a new creator to his team, Zara, who helps ignite the passion he once had for Dreamland. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend this if you're into office romances, mm-hmm. if you're into adult romances, because it gets spicy. And if you're into rich guy, kind of poor girl, but not super poor. Rich guy and one of us. <laughs> one of us, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why don't we talk about our overall thoughts? Because we don't tell each other how we feel about these books. Well, we perceive is our overall thoughts. Yes. So what do you think my thoughts on this book are? I think you're going to give this story a five out of five Mm. because I know how much you love office romances. What makes you say that? Hating game. (laughs) Spanish love deception. Need I say more? (laughs) Remember when we started this podcast and I was like, oh, I don't like office romances. Yeah. And look at us now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. We'll see. But I would give it a five out of five. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. I think you enjoyed this book, and there are several reasons that I will bring up throughout this episode, but I do think that you really like Rowan. I mm. think that you like his character. I I don't think you really liked how their relationship starts, because it's very cringy. Mm. I think you would think it's cringy. I don't, I don't know. I'm a little <laughs> nervous talking about it, because <laughs> I'm trying not to reveal too much. But I think overall it was a good read for you. I don't know if you'd give it a five, but I do think you'd at least give it maybe like a 4.2, 4.3. <laughs> okay. But not, not leaning towards a five, but leaning towards a four. That's pretty high if you think I found some parts cringy. Yeah. I, I think so. I think, excuse me, but we talked about another book recently that you were like, didn't like the ending, but five out of five. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my hair like that but okay (laughs) roll the tape (laughs) okay but why don't we get started by talking about our characters and i think we should start with rowan Rowan. because it does start in his perspective okay so rowan kane is a billionaire Mm -hmm. and like chelly said it starts off with the death of his grandfather and his grandfather was brady kane brady kane and he was the owner of dreamland which honestly is like disneyland yeah it's like a big amusement park that's really popular And Rowan is tasked by his grandfather to fix something in the in the amusement park. Mm. And if he fixes it, and there's like a voting committee, if they think he does a good job, then he is given 
money? He's given like an inheritance, right? He's given his inheritance, but if he doesn't fix it and he chooses not to take this task, they're not going to give him his inheritance money. Yeah, so he's not going to be And he wants to be a billionaire so freaking bad. Thank you. Mike Posner. Oh my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it really sucks because remember, he has no passion for Dreamland at Not all. Not anymore. And it is kind of revealed in Sprinkles that he used to. Mm-hmm. But he's a changed man. He is. And in this story, we can see that he does not trust many people. Anyone, actually. He really only trusts himself. And from this book, what I see... He does seem close to his brothers, but he's not around his brothers much. Mm -hmm. So it's really just him and he's the baby. Yeah. You know? So, So, you know, it's so hard being the the youngest child. It's literally not. It's so hard. I'm the youngest child, so I know. It's very hard. Yeah. But it it really sucks, too, because out of all of his brothers, he was the most creative one, but he was shunned for being creative. Yeah, his dad pretty much made him feel like shit for Mm -hmm. being so creative he made him feel like he was less than for it and so it kind of destroyed his creativity and it stunted it and so he stopped being creative for a really long time yeah so how did you feel about his character i really liked his character i thought that he was presented in a very realistic way and i was really interested to see what he would come up with to gain that inheritance yeah. And then from the start, he was like, I'm going to do this task and then I'm going to get out. Because he wanted to go to Chicago and I believe Dreamland is in L.A.? Florida? Oh, yeah, it's in Florida. Because it's, it's like Disney World, actually. Sorry, yeah. not Disneyland, Disney yeah. World. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and so I was just really interested to see what he would come up with. Yeah. I actually really liked his character, too. And can I just say, as soon as I started the book and I realized... That, okay, he is just kind of like a spoiled billionaire. Mm-hmm. I was kind of mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> about it. But I do like that they kept it true to him be- being a billionaire because they always put him in situations where he was doing normal people things. And it's just like, I'm, but I'm me. Look mm-hmm. me up. Look me up and tell me I can't do that. And I kind of love that because oh, it was yeah. like just him trying to humble himself. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice to see. And I think I did enjoy his character more than our other main character. What I also really liked about his character is that you can tell that even though he is perceived as cold and a Mm -hmm. little bit heartless, he really didn't understand how much his employees were suffering. And so when he realized how much they were suffering because of because of their low wages, he was like, oh, I need to do something about this. So you can tell that he really cared. Yeah. Why are you crying? I'm not crying. All of a sudden, I can see you tears in your eyes. Why don't we talk about Zara? Okay, go ahead and start about Zara. <laughs> so Zara is our female protagonist and the love interest for Rowan. So Zara, she's so geeky mm-hmm. and so bubbly, mm-hmm. social, and it's funny because she kind of knows how to work the system at work. And I, I know we all, we've all had these coworkers mm-hmm. who they just get along with everyone. Yeah. And so when she's introduced in front of Rowan, she literally walks in late to a meeting and a grumpy guy is like, you walked in late again. Don't you know how important this is? And he's like, come on. Here, I made you bread. Yeah, apparently she's always that. late. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really sweet that, you know, everyone likes her. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And even though she is very sweet, she also stands up for herself a lot, only because she has been hurt in the past. 
and she always tries to stand up for herself, but there is a part of her that holds her back from doing what she really wants to do, which is create, until she gets drunk one night and accidentally <laughs> sends in yeah. um, an application to become a creator, which she oops, accidentally becomes. <laughs> and her application was so funny because she was drunk, and so she was completely berating a part of the amusement park that she had actually had helped create, yeah. but nobody knew because she had this plan with Brady because she kind of had a relationship with Brady Kane that no one knew about also. Mm-hmm. And she had created, what was it called? Nebula Planet? Yeah. Something Planet. And it was like a part of the amusement park. And then her boyfriend at the time had actually stole that plan from her. Yep, Lance. And, yeah, Lance. Fast. And so... <laughs> He submitted the plan and everyone credited him. And so because of that, she kind of felt like dejected and she was kind of like, oh, I can never do that again because, you know, my great plan was already stolen from me. Yeah. And so it was her friend who actually encouraged her to try out for the creative team. And so she did it when she was drunk. Yes. Can I say, even though I said I do prefer Rowan over Zara, Mm -hmm. it is not by that much because I fucking love Zara. Yeah. I love that even when they have relationship issues, when when they are taking breaks from each other, I like that she doesn't immediately run back to him. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that she wouldn't. And I'm glad that she didn't become the, I can fix you, girl. Oh, yeah, she didn't. She didn't. I love that about her. She really did prioritize herself mm-hmm. because that's important too. A lot of like romances, sometimes in books, don't really show it like that. It's just yeah. like, oh, we're in love. We fought, but I still love you. But it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you have to understand that I do have to prioritize myself and my work. Yeah. And I fucking love that. Yeah. I loved it so much. I also really liked her too as a character. I also loved that, unlike other romances, not coming rather romances, but she wasn't just fixated on a guy. Mm-hmm. Like she had her, her own like family values and she really loved her family and she had a really good best friend too yeah. and she had you know a good relationship with her co-workers she was just a very personable person and mm-hmm. i really liked that about her character yeah me too so we both like her character we both like her character and we both like rowan oh, this is this is weird this is yeah odd. we're like agreeing for once in this podcast and this is the last episode of the season <laughs> this is weird season two energy wow just positive vibes in this sesh though sorry i'm a little nervous right now well i mean we're not at the end yet okay well oh my gosh so i do want to bring up when zara gets drunk and accidentally ends up being a creator she does get interviewed by rowan but it's more just him giving her the contract i'm not letting you leave until yeah. you become a creator and she's she like, can't oh. say no he's yeah. like forcing it on her yeah but i really like that she was just in this for the job at first mm-hmm. but you can tell he was so into her mm-hmm. and even though she was kind of attracted to him it wasn't like she was going to pursue anything because yeah. she wouldn't have she wouldn't have if it weren't for the fact that during one of their presentation days because as a creator they have to present like new inventions for mm-hmm. the the amusement park yeah, just so, things that could help the amusement park. So during one of her presentation days, she literally does her presentation and he's like, everyone follow what she did, but all of you suck. After her presentation, mm-hmm. 
uh, she thinks that she's going to get in trouble. Yeah, I already said that. And he just goes up and just starts making out with her. I know. I guess the presentation oh was just so fucking good. Wait, does that mean I did good? Wait, <laughs> does this count as overtime? <laughs> hey, am I getting a race? Wait, is this- I know you just promoted me, but... Is this double pay? <laughs> like, am I... Do I put this on my timesheet? Like, she doesn't know what's going on. And he, I mean, she kisses him back, though. She kisses him back, but as soon as, like, they both kind of realize what's going on, mm-hmm. he leaves. Mm-hmm. He leaves her there, and she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and Ro- Rowan is so like, okay, she's going to call HR on me. She's she's an enemy now. I got to start paying her off so yeah. that she can shut up about it. So the next day, he shows up, and he's just like... Okay. About that kiss, though. Um, Don't call HR, please. I see that you have HR's number on your desk. I might have left it there for you. But <laughs> are you are you going to call them? And it's like, no, I'm not going to call them. Whatever mm-hmm. happened, happened. And- because she feels like, oh, I kissed you back, though. I kissed you yeah. hella back. So it's really not just your fault. Yeah, exactly. But her drawings, remember, are shitty. So he sees her working on a drawing, and it's like so bad and he's just about to roast her ass and he's like you know what i actually know an animator who can help you and you know don't worry i'll get you in contact with him yeah so just give me your number so i can give it to him and she doesn't believe him at first she's like are you really gonna give it to him because i don't trust you so this is the first part of their relationship the i just kissed my boss and that's weird and that's kind of where she sees it at But it's deeper for Rowan because after he gets her number, instead of actually calling someone to help her, which he 1000% could have done. Could have because he doesn't know a lot of animators. He ends up going to Walmart. He gets himself an 108 pack of Crayola crayons. A a big stack of paper. Yeah, big white piece of paper. And he draws for her. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Because even when he's drawing, he's like, I haven't done this shit in so long. And it, like, it's almost like awkward for him because he, it, it's been so long. And it's he doesn't just even like, know how to hold a colored pencil because it keeps breaking. Yeah. But he does this and he's like, okay, what if... Well, he also he does this because he's very much inspired by her creativity. Because so, it was a good idea. Yeah, so it's igniting that part of him that mm-hmm. it had been stagnant for so long. Yes. And he decides to to use an app to send a text message to Zara. You know, kind of like those apps where they give you a fake phone number? Yes. He uses one of those to talk to Zara as someone named Scott, mm-hmm. who is helping Well, him. at first he didn't want to give her a name. Yeah. But he's Scott. He's Scotty. Scotty for now. Yeah. And my friends call me Scotty the Thotty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's the Thotty? The Thotty. And Zara, I feel like she's the way that she texts is very mirrors her personality. Yes. It's very inviting. She over texts. She's very like doesn't know when to shut up. Yes. (laughs) And he's super just like um, dry. He's super dry. Yeah. And she's the complete opposite. Yes. And I really liked it because it kind of like, you know, it was like melting him a little bit. Wait, wait. Because this is their first phase of their relationship. You didn't think this was cringy? No. I was... I don't know why, but I was just like, as soon as he fucks up and accidentally reveals it, I'm going to cry. Because I can't. I can't with secondhand embarrassment. Oh, I see. That's what I... I see what you mean. That's what I felt. Okay. But at this point, were you down for them? Yes. Okay. At this point, down. 
Okay. At this point, I was semi down. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Mm. Just to let you know. All right. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really love the way that they met. Because she kind of mm. like came into like a meeting and she was being really loud. Yeah. And obnoxious. And it's, somebody else was like, you're always fucking late. You know what? I didn't like how they met either. Because even when they met, I was like, is this a love interest? Because. And I'll let you know too. I was not into the story at this point. Okay. Okay. Just to let you know. Okay. Okay, so this is the first phase of their relationship. Mm -hmm. While this is happening, Zara kind of becomes like, oh, Scott. But around page 50 is when I started to become a little bit down for this book. Only because I really like it when characters do things in front of their love interest that they do without thinking about, like subconsciously. Okay, so it's kind of like a knee-jerk reaction. Yes, so like he... Always just accidentally finds himself in her cubicle. I was like, how the fuck did I get here? But, you know, uh-huh. it's really cute because there's a moment after he starts texting her as Scott where he feels like he's getting close to her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she has no idea that it's him. So she's just kind of like, oh, hello, Rowan. Yeah. Why the fuck are you here? Yeah. But he has a moment where he, like, is looking at her and he's like, wow, you have really pretty freckles. And they both kind of like, uh, I mean, uh, I mean. <laughs> get to work <laughs> you know and i i just love moments like that in books where they just can't control it just comes out yeah after she texts scott for a while she's like getting into scott okay a lot but she's still kind of like down rowing a little she bit she is because he's hot and the kiss but, was hot yeah so while that's happening rowan tries to get close to her as rowan mm-hmm. so she starts doing this or she puts up a flyer in the office which is just like oh come do like a meet it's like a a club that she's starting Mm -hmm. for the dreamland employees but he sees the flyer and sees that it has her phone number on it and he starts to get a little jealous and he's like there's no freaking way that anybody else is gonna text her so he starts taking down all of Mm -hmm. the phone numbers except for one Mm -hmm. and then when she comes over he's like I mean, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> and she's like, oh, looks like a lot of people are coming to my thing. Why are you standing next to it? And he's like, well, maybe I want to go, you know, just to check it out. Uh-huh. So I'm going to take this one, this last one that I, everything else was gone. I'm just going to take it. So then he leaves and he throws away all of the numbers except for one. No. I think he, he throws, throws them all away. Yeah. He throws them all away. And he shows up to this event. Or was it an address, actually? It might have been an address. It might have been an address, but he he shows up to this event and he ends up figuring out that it's an event for people to get close to her sister, right? Or peop- or her sister's boyfriend too, no? Yeah. So Zara's sister has a disability and Rowan kind of is like, oh my gosh, this is really sweet of Zara to do. Because she wanted, the the whole point of it was to have like a buddy for the sister and the sister's boyfriend. Yes. And so when she shows up and she sees that it's just Rowan, she's surprised, but she's also kind of like, oh, nobody else showed up. Yeah. And it's funny because Rowan was just going to go to check it out, Mm -hmm. but he ends up actually really liking Zara's sister. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because Zara's sister is like, oh my gosh, you're into my sister. I can just, I, I, I can I know tell. It. I, I saw the way you looked at her and the way she looked at you and I just knew sparks were flying. And then it's funny because she was like, and I saw too, anytime she looks at you, she smiles. And he's like, she always smiles. How would you know that? It's like you're looking at her uh-huh. <laughs> and it's so cute because 
he's or she's just so pro them together Mm -hmm. but this is like the next phase of their relationship was it getting close to the sister yeah i thought that was really cute they they like get close before he confesses right yeah because remember they have chinese takeout together oh my god yeah there was a scene there was a scene where she texted scott There was a scene where she texted Scott that she was really hungry, but she was still at work because she, you know, she's working real hard on these creative plans. And Scott asked if she had, or no, Scott asked like, or when are you going home to eat? And she was like, I don't know. And so then Rowan just happened to show up and he talked to her for like a second and then her stomach started growling. And he was like, I'm ordering Chinese takeout. I'm ordering everything on the menu. Mm -hmm. And so all of this food is just delivered and he sits on the floor with crisscross applesauce and mm-hmm. they just yeah and they just sit on the floor and they eat together yeah and it's really sweet but she just thought like what a coincidence yeah that rowan ends up coming that was really she really didn't think much of it mm-hmm. she didn't see the signs she didn't see the signs so zara works really hard on her project and she thought that it would be a really good idea to go to dreamland as a guest in the park and so she wanted to do all of the rides and while she was in the waiting line or in the lines for the rides she would start interviewing people about their experience like what they thought about like the lines and like the food and uh, the rides and everything and when rowan found when rowan found out what she was doing he was like you know what i'm gonna crash this party and so he shows up as well and they kind of just have kind of and they kind of just have like a an amusement park date and it's really sweet because you get to see him kind of humble down Mm -hmm. to like being able to enjoy normal people stuff i know because he was like why don't we just get the fast pass why are we waiting in the line and she was like the point is is to experience it as the guests do Mm -hmm. and not everyone can afford a fast pass i don't think that's what they called it but an express pass yes and so he starts to realize things that people complain about through her too. Like they didn't appreciate the prices of the express pass and, you know, just oh, the sorry, line sorry, sorry. and just the lines in general. At the very end of that, he does end up going up to her and is like, I want to take you on a date. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you can't just ask me that. You're my boss. And he's like, well, there's no rules to this. So I, I want to take you on a date. And he's very forward about it, but she ends up saying no. Mm-hmm. And I, around this time where he's like i'm so jealous of me scott who's close to zara and me rowan not being close to zara like the way she looks at her phone when she's texting scott i want her to look at me Mm. like that so he decides in order for them to grow closer he needs to reveal that he's scott Mm -hmm. and he does this by telling zara okay you need to meet me at my office and she's like oh my fucking god I'm gonna get fired or something. I don't yeah. know what's gonna happen. So she ends up going to his office and he's just like, I want you to know that what I'm about to tell you is because I really wanted to get to know you. Um so don't be And too- I don't trust anyone. So yeah, don't I don't trust anyone. So here are all the text messages you have ever sent to Scott, aka me. me. How did you feel? Oh, I hated that part. Me too. I knew it was going to hurt me. I knew it was going to hurt me too because I just felt 
before that, oh, he's taking way too long. And he's getting way too deep into it. Yes. And especially her, she's getting deep into this fake relationship mm-hmm. that it's going to hurt once it's revealed. That he was lying to her this whole time. I love how she reacted, though. I love how she wasn't like, it's okay. That means you like like me. Mm -hmm. She was just like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Manipulating my feelings. You could have just told me. Yeah. And she ends up just, like, walking out. Yeah. And they don't talk for a bit. Mm -hmm. It isn't until he texts her as Rowan. And it's just like, I want to explain everything. Can you come over to my house? (laughs) And she's just like... Okay, but we are only explaining. And that's nothing it. Nothing else. Nothing else. Oh my gosh, she comes. But you already knew. I know. She comes in her same outfit, by the way. I just want to mention that because she's always dressed so pretty. Mm-hmm. But she comes in her same outfit, which was just a plain white dress. And he's over here wearing a white shirt and freaking gray sweatpants. And it's like. Not the gray sweatpants. Not the gray sweatpants. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And glasses, by the way. Oh, and he just looks super hot. Glasses. I that's know. That's a weakness. Hello, Clark Kent. I know. So. They walk in and it's really cute because he's like, oh, I just want us to sit here and talk. And I ordered us Chinese takeout and I got the only one that you really liked eating when when we ate together. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And so they sit down and she's just like, okay, tell tell me what, 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 how can you justify what you did? And he basically explains that he's always been used. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he's formed a lot of trust issues. There have been girls who have tried to get pregnant by like stabbing thumbtacks into the condoms just in order to tie him down so that they can be rich. Mm -hmm. And he's had scary situations where like he's been drugged at a bar. Mm -hmm. He's and he talks about it in such a like casual way. It's almost like factual. Yeah. And it sucks that that happens to Mm -hmm. him. And he's just like, but it's different with you because you know, even though I tried like figuring out what ma- type of mastermind you were, you were just a really kind person. Mm-hmm. And and remember, he is getting closer to her family too, so he yes. sees it in her family that they're actually good people. Yes, and so he knows for a fact. Oh, I mistrusted her. Mm-hmm. And they get together at this point. Yeah, they hella get together. They yeah, like they have sex. Yeah, <laughs> they have really. sex, and I don't. Okay, I don't remember much about any of the spice in this book. Didn't really stick to me. Did it stick to you? Really? Yeah. For me, it was like, oh my god. I don't remember. It was like five out of five for me. Really? The spice? Oh yeah. It wasn't memorable spice. I I would say that maybe like a three out of five. Really? Yeah. But well, yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything else. Um, but they're together. They're together. Together at this point. I was really down because. They forgave each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's nothing else that can possibly go wrong, you know? Then it does go wrong. Because he never revealed to her that he's only at Dreamland because he's trying to get inheritance money. Yeah. It's not that he likes being there. Yeah. And at, remember, he does plan on moving back to Chicago, which would end up leaving her. Mm-hmm. So he does tell her, like, if we're going to date, I don't want to have any labels. Like, we're not... We're not serious. We're not boyfriend girlfriend. We're just we're not, yeah. Chilling. I don't like like you, loser. <laughs> trying to like put her down. I don't like you. I don't like the way your freckles stand out. <laughs> just because but, I, just because I bought you this whole menu on the Chinese takeout doesn't mean I like you or anything. I don't like you, I do that for everyone. I'm a billionaire. Okay, shut up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, baby. But <laughs> he gets really, really into her though. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no labels, he's like, there. He's. 
He's treating her <laughs> like if she were his girlfriend. Oh, my God. Can I tell you a part that I really, really liked? Mm-hmm. They went out to eat. I, I don't remember in what situation. Oh, my God. It was like a fancy place. But she made a comment like, I'm not going to eat that much because. Mm. And then she brings up when I was in my past relationship, my boyfriend always called me fat. So, yeah. And then she, in her head, she's kind of like, why did I just tell him that? You know? Mm-hmm. And he's so sweet because he's like, you are so beautiful. Like, don't even. Don't even. In front of me? <laughs> Your biggest fan? No labels, though. But <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my God. Wait. How did you feel when they were, like, getting into, like, a serious relationship? They do eat at a fancy restaurant and they end up crashing into her ex. Oh, Which, remember, stole the plans to when and she was working on Nebula Land. And she had told Rowan everything at this point yeah. about that ex. And so when Lance saw them, he didn't even think they were together. He was kind of just like, oh, why are you, are you having a meeting or something? Yeah. And so Rowan acted like a jealous boyfriend or a possessive boyfriend, I should say. And he was like, oh, um, actually, you're being promoted. You're going to actually work in China. in China. Yeah. So congratulations. Go back to your fucking girlfriend. And leave. Yeah. Thank you. I never want to see you again. And by the way, she's beautiful. Zara's beautiful. Okay. So fuck you. <laughs> like, no, but he's like, okay, you're off. You're going to Shanghai, China. I was and surprised then, he promoted him and didn't just straight up fire him. Yeah. But it, it puts him in the field of you're either going to go or you're going to quit. Yeah. You can't stay though. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? I was surprised. It kind of, there were parts of the story. That I'm so sorry. Cause I, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. That felt very fan fiction-like. And this was one of those parts. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that vibe. I got that vibe because I was just like, that's very extreme. You can't just do that. I feel like it would have been more dramatic, though, if it was in a fan fiction. You think so? It felt very dramatic to me. But yeah. I, was, this, I, I was, was honestly really excited about this moment because I wanted him to say something to Lance. Like, I wanted Lance to know that's his girl now. Yep. Oh my god. It was it was a little weird for me, but I'm down. I'm down. If Lance is out of the picture, that's all that matters. Fine. But it all ends up going to shit because Rowan, by the way, wait, hold on. Preface, preface, preface. Rowan did not he didn't only lose his grandfather, but like a few years before he had lost his mom. He never truly healed from that. And remember, he has a lot of trust issues. He just has a lot of issues in general that Mm -hmm. should be resolved in therapy. But because his dad is like, you know, men don't draw. Men 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 no therapy. Yeah. Men no therapy. Men no sad. Okay. (laughs) Men no tears. Men men no cry. Men only meat and muscle. So (laughs) you know no therapy for a son of mine. But meat, muscle, rich. That's it. Meat, muscle, rich. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. It's like, oh, I've never heard him say four words. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, he has such a shitty relationship with everyone except for Zara. And so when Zara gets really, really sick after a trip that they take to New York, he... She gets, like, a cold, right? And like pneumonia. Yeah, pneumonia. There you go. He gets scared because it's to the point where... He thinks he's going to lose somebody else that he cares about. Yeah. And it really sucks because he's, you know, nursing her. Back to health and staying by her at the hospital. Meanwhile, he has to do stuff at Dreamland. So he does end up like staying with her while she's at the hospital. And it sucks because as soon as she wakes up, he's very cold. He's cold to her. Yeah. 
And also, at the same time, his brothers are kind of pressuring him to come back to Chicago mm -hmm. because they want him to take the CEO position or one, CFO, one of those. And he, he was like, I don't know, but I'm kind of in love, though. But then she gets sick and he's like, oh, my God, I could lose her potentially. And I don't think I can go through another loss. So I'm just going to be really cold until she's over me. And he ends up telling her, like, it's not my job to be the dutiful boyfriend. I told you that I wasn't going to have any labels. And here you are getting sick and I have to take care of you. I know. Like, he made her feel bad as yeah. soon as she woke up. And they end up breaking up mm -hmm. because of that. And she does figure out that he only stayed in dreamland. Because he tells her. Yeah. He tells her like, oh, I'm going to go to Chicago. And she is completely heartbroken. But you know what? I love that she doesn't go after him. She's just like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to fucking look at you. And she looks away. Mm -hmm. And oh. doesn't even, she doesn't even, she doesn't even want him to see her crying. Yes. I love that. And I love that when he goes back to work, eventually when he goes back to work and she's there after like healing for like two weeks, she's just like, oh, hi, Mr. Kane. Can I help you, Mr. Kane? Yeah. You know, and no other conversations. And when he tries to spark a conversation, she's like, you need to get out of my space because I'm trying to work. Yeah. She's completely oh, cold to yes. him. Yes. And I live for that. And it gets a lot worse, too, because he he's under the impression that the only reason that she was hired was because she was supposed to be hired. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even because Rowan thought that she had the ability to be a creator. It was because Brady Kane had told him once that he needed to be hired mm -hmm. and then she starts believing you only hired me because you want me to vote for you when they're looking for a new ceo yeah so at this point she gets a letter and mm -hmm. it's revealed that she's going to be in the voting committee and she didn't know about it until this moment that she's going to be voting for his creative plan yeah and so she she thinks that oh maybe that's why he was you know manipulating me like maybe that's mm -hmm. why he was talking to me mm -hmm. because he wanted me to vote for him and he doesn't know that she's in this yeah. committee but i don't remember at what point it changes but he is like oh my god i fucked up i'm like i kind of like 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 this girl you yeah know? well he tries talking to her and he, he even tries talking to her like through other people that she knows mm -hmm. so at first he tries talking to her through her sister and the sister's just not down. She's mad at him. She does not want to talk to him. Yeah. And then he goes over to her apartment and is like, I, I bought a gingerbread house. I know how to make them. And I think that we should talk while building this gingerbread house. And, and she's, she's like, like, get out. Get the fuck out. What the fuck are you trying to do? Oh, my God. And then Freaking he sends her a picture of the of gingerbread house. No, when it's done. Yeah. Of, yeah. When it's done and it just says, I'm sorry. Yeah. On it. Oh, my God. That's so... Oh, I was kind of on her side there because I was like, fuck this man. Mm -hmm. I know what he's trying to do. I know. But he, he, you know, is at this point where I do really, really like her. I like, like her I, a little. I kind of like, 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 like her, her, you know, but he has to focus on this meeting that he's going to have. Mm -hmm. And when he goes to the meeting, he basically has to present his idea ideas so that he can stay CEO. Is it CEO or CFO? So that he can, no, so that he can get his inheritance. And then he, he wanted to become CFO or CEO of some firm in Chicago with his brothers. Yes. But during his presentation, which by the way, his dad is attending 
And, and his dad and him, rocky relationship. Yeah, I remember. Dad with little words. <laughs> and who, Few words, who, no by thoughts. Who, by the way, is happy, happened to be sitting next to Zara during this presentation. And so Zara knows everything about him at this point. So she's like, oh, fuck this it's man. It's this fucker. It's this yeah. fucker. Few words. Yeah. You know, so. Fuck this man. During, um, during Rowan's presentation, he basically presents like, we're not treating our employees right. Mm-hmm. And we need to start treating them right. And he starts showing pictures of certain employees that have been through a lot of hardship because of medic- or family emergencies. And mm-hmm. they're unable to afford healthcare because they don't provide it really that much at Dreamland. Mm-hmm. And he even ends up showing a picture of Zara's sister. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, look at look at her and just like know that she's such a dedicated worker. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to have more representation at this job and the people we hire are important. They're family. And Zara is crying at this point, right? Yeah, she is. And it's funny. She's getting really emotional because he's really, it shows that he's been paying attention to her when she was doing like those like interviews and even with her own family. And then she also realizes that someone that she works closely to is like battling cancer or their spouse is battling cancer one or the other. And so it's like, Oh my God, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So, and it's really funny because she keeps trying to see if Rowan's dad is down, but he keeps going like, you know, just like a little, a little tick tick. Mm -hmm. And she's like, is that a fucking good thing or bad thing? I don't know. She's trying to, she's trying to decode like his movements and his facial expressions. She's just like, I don't know if he's liking it or not. Yeah. And at the end, Rowan does reveal that he does want to stay at dreamland. Yeah. And he wants to continue to work there. And to make sure that everything goes the way he said it's going to go, he will stay. Yeah. And it's so sweet. Because at the end, you can tell by the end of this, Zara's down. She's down. And she waits at the outside of the presentation hall. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because you think she's waiting for Rowan. But she's actually waiting for Rowan's dad. Mm -hmm. And Rowan's dad comes out. And she's just like, you know what? Hello, my name is Zara. I'm a and creator. fuck you, fuck bitch. you. Oh, my God. A horrible dad award. ass bitch. <laughs> Why you take me off the motherfucking schedule? <laughs> she just, like, goes off on him. She's like, I already put my you, two weeks in, bitch. I know. You see, you see, um, I don't know. It's like, you see this picture of you? Bitch, like rips it in front of him. You're such a fucking bitch. Weak ass father, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. And he's just like. He's just like. Uh, she completely like. Roasts him. Yeah. And he just stands there like, what the, what the fuck? fuck? I don't even know you, bitch. Yeah. And she leaves like, hell yeah. Weight off her shoulders. She's out the door, but one more, fuck you. <laughs> like, leave. And she's telling everyone, fuck that man. Fuck that man. You see that man? His name is fucking. You know, I don't even know what his fucking name is. <laughs> Something irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant ass man is like that's our boss. I know who the fuck he is. <laughs> so she still irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So she goes to Rowan's. It, it takes a while, but she does end up going to Rowan's, right? Or does he text her? <laughs> I think I don't remember. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But at the end, I think Rowan does text her and is like, "Can I? Can I meet you? Can we talk?" Maybe? And she's like, "Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can meet." And they do end up together oh my god spoiler alert they end up together a little bit were you happy with how everything was resolved um yeah i was i was too i thought it was a very like sweet like arc like a story arc Mm -hmm. it ended really sweet 
Um, and there is an epilogue of them just opening a new part of Dreamland. Mm-hmm. And she does reveal during this opening that she is also pregnant. And they've been married for about like a Three year. Three years. A year? Three years. Three years. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh-huh. Watch me be wrong. But I... Oh, oh uh, I think I think what I'm thinking of is, is that they got married a year into the relationship, yes, right? Yes, they did. Okay. But we've reached the end of this story and the end of their relationship. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I <laughs> I hope the way that we talk about this makes sense, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because we've definitely switched it up a little bit comparing sorry. it to like the previous episodes. But I do like that we go through like the relationship's arc. Yeah. You know, it kind of talks about the entire story. And something that we didn't mention, though, oh. is that Rowan really wanted this inheritance mostly because if he didn't get the inheritance it would go to his father yes and fuck that man fuck him yeah i mean we heard it from zara (laughs) fuck that guy exactly man a few words ass bitch but yeah yeah. (laughs) um i don't know if you had any dislikes but for me generally it's not a huge dislike but i really don't like the trope where in romance where they always break up 70% in. It's like weird. It's just like, why does it always happen 70% into the story? Can I say something that will only make sense to you? And what? What do I like that has that? What? What do I like that has that trope? Where Office they're dating. Romances, obviously. Where they're dating and they love each other. But 70% in, something is revealed where they have to break up. What do you like? Are you think are you, about it? Are you telling me like a certain movie, or are you telling me like a trope? I, trope, and it is a certain show. That I'll give you another hint that both your mom and I really uh, like. Yeah, I had a feeling. I I, <laughs> I was gonna bring it up in the beginning of this episode because Chelly is really into this telenovela soap opera that's called La Fea Más Bella, which is Ugly Betty, but the you know Spanish version. Spanish version, the second version of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many fucking renditions. So yeah. honestly, what rendition is this? 75, probably. Yes. I It hit me near the end that it was following the same beats as that novella. Mm. And I was so excited when I figured that out. Because mm. I fucking love that. Mm. I love that. I love that trope because I like... The 70% breakup yes, trope? Yes. I love that because I like seeing the other character realizing that they fucked up and knowing that they have to do something to get them back. Mm. I love that. I'm mm. so fucking down. You don't have to be down for it, I'm but not I down will. For the trope. I just feel like it happens too often. But did it bother you enough to dislike the story? No, it didn't. But when it happened, I was like, oh, of course they break up right now. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it and I respect it. Um, so you actually found some parts cringy mm-hmm. and you just assumed that I would too. Yeah, because I don't like the whole texting thing that he did. You mean just, like, him pretending to be someone else? That was cringy to me. And, uh, like I said, I felt like that part read as a fan fiction. And also, mm. the the author, I don't want to come for the author, but she kept using this one line that happened all the times where it was like, and then the sirens in my head, the sirens in my head. Oh, and then I heard the sirens in my head. And it's like, bitch, you should probably get that checked out. Like, <laughs> that doesn't seem normal. It sounds like tonight is to me. Um, I didn't even notice that. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> what the heck? Maybe there really were sirens in her head. You know, I gotta say, mm. after looking through my notes, I didn't mark anything as a dislike. Wow, really? Yeah. I don't think I had a major dislike either, honestly. Anything that stood out too much? 
No, not really. Anything you really liked from this? I just really liked the um, progression of their relationship. I thought it was really cute. And I really loved how he got close to her sister. Me Because it was a genuine relationship between them. It was a friendship. And I love that friendship so much. Yeah, it was really, really cute. Oh, gosh. Okay. Overall thoughts. You go first. Me? Yeah. So I do really like La Fea Mas Bella, which is the telenovela, the soap opera I'm really into. Still into it. And so is my mom. I I watch it annually. Oh, my gosh. So does my mom. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love this story so much. And you want to know, at the beginning, like I told you, it, it wasn't until he started doing those little cute things where I was down. I didn't. There was a part of me that didn't want to like this story mm. because I, I heard about how big it was on Book Talk. And I was like, billionaire love story. I'm not fucking down. Mm. I don't want to be fucking down for that. But I Because he's a it. billionaire? I just I didn't, I didn't want to like you it. You just want to be different? I want to be different. Okay. I didn't want to fall for it. Mm. But I did. I thought that Rowan was a really good love interest. He might... He... You remember how we posted that TikTok, who's the better book boyfriend, Aaron Blackford or Rowan Kane? Mm-hmm. I might have switched. <laughs> I might have switched. I think Rowan Kane is a very good character. I love how he treats Zara, and I love this book. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really cute. The spice for me was a little forgettable, but it's only because we've read so much fucking spice this batch. And your favorite was Dragon's Bride, obviously. Of course. I'm not even going to deny that. Two penises. <laughs> Two penises. Come on. He only had one penis. I know it was pretty big, but... Allegedly. Allegedly. Not not, not as big as Dragon Bride's soul's tongue, or even his pinky. Come on. <laughs> okay, not competition. <laughs> anyway, I really love this story, and I would give it a five out of five. I fucking knew it. I love office romances. I knew it. I told you. I love them. I can say it now. And I'm not afraid. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Afraid. Yeah, thank you. I I'm love that she went off on his dad, too. So you're pretty much saying that you prefer it over Spanish love deception. It's hard because I really like Spanish love deception. Mm. I'm a little more. I also gave Spanish love deception a five out of five, though. Yeah, but you just said that you prefer Rowan over Aaron <sighs> it's Blackbird. Hard. Well, you know, I don't like the name Aaron. Uh, stop <laughs> coming for people's names. <laughs> Sorry, every Aaron that listens to this. You know, Aaron is also I know a, lot a of gender Aaron's. neutral name, right? I know. I know a lot of Aaron's. And I do. I have a lot of people who like, I think they're really cool and their name is Aaron. But I'm, I'm sorry. It's a she. generic name. It's, it's a generic name. <laughs> okay. Well, so. I'm sorry. Bestie. Yes. Confession session. You don't have to like it. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I was going to say. It's okay. I'm, I'm prepared for anything right now. I'm kind of scared. So. By the time that I had already posted, okay, because I posted a TikTok, we are, first first of all, oh my God, first of all, we are doing an award show for the books and stories that we've talked about, discussed. Yes. And so I posted a TikTok where (laughs) I asked, who is the better book boyfriend? And I only added Aaron Blackford and Rowan Kane. Yes. Because- they're both very popular. Okay. <laughs> I didn't vote because I wanted to vote for Rowan, but I didn't want you to see. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. Uh, you're coming for me? <laughs> I'm just verifying. That's all I am. I'm just verifying that you actually Do we feel the same way? I don't know. 
Wait, okay. Is this, three, our, two, three, is this two, our one Spanish love deception? Three, two, one. Say who's the better book boyfriend out of both of them. Three, two, one. Rowan, Rowan. Kane. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, oh you know, he, like, gave her a whole fucking Chinese takeout. Hello? That was so sweet. He was really sweet. He was a really good guy. And I think... I think this is a better enemies to lovers because they actually started off as enemies. And it felt like enemies. Yes. And in Spanish Love Deception, I fucking love Spanish Love Deception. But they weren't really enemies. Yeah. You know? So I felt like this was a better representation of an enemies to lovers book. And Rowan's really good. Kind of agree. What do you give it? I give it a five out of five. Dude, oh my god. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? This is oh kind of weird. Gosh. At the end of the season, all yeah. of a sudden we linked. I feel like this always happens. Does it? The end of season, this is the end of season two. The end yeah. of season one was Spanish Love Deception. Oh, and it really? was our five out of five. Oh my god. And same thing. I think we should keep doing this. Maybe. <laughs> we mm. should keep the trend going. Yeah. Oh my god! So whenever we like compile our list yeah. for the next season, yeah, we should be like maybe not that one. Maybe terms and conditions. Maybe you know you want to know something. I really did like this book. Love this book. I don't know if I want to read the other ones. Really? I don't think I do. I kind of do because I've heard people say the second one's better. That's what I heard too. But I'm like, I just want to keep it like this in my little bubble. I'll wait till it gets like a TV show or something. I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Spanish Love Deception. But wait, really what if we you. should do it for the podcast? I'm down for the podcast if you guys want us to talk about it. Yeah. But like for my personal reads, I don't think it's going to be like up on my TBR. It's going to be on it. Yeah. But not somewhere. Like, but not like all the way up there. And then again, your TBR is like 500. Yeah. So is yours. So. 20. <laughs> so don't cover me. No, mine's like 1,002. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we reached the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Gosh, thank you everyone for watching and listening. If you are listening to us in any podcast form, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere you get your podcast from, mm-hmm. thank you so much. If you can leave a review and a rating of five out of five, that would be so nice. It's so nice. Of We'd you. really appreciate it a lot. Yeah, and if you can tell your friends, families, loved ones, hated ones, enemies, enemies to lovers, <laughs> if you can tell them about us, that would be amazing because the best way to get exposure is through word of mouth. For those of you watching on YouTube, thank you so much. If you can like, comment, and subscribe, tell us what you thought about this book. Were you kind of in the same boat as me where you didn't want to like it, but you ended up loving it? <laughs> Come on, let me know. And also, if any of you are into La Fea Mas Bella, link up with me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Someone you- needs to talk to her about it. <laughs> Besides can- my mom. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. If you can hit that notification bell, it really helps with analytics. That would be amazing. So we are at the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. And at the end of our episodes, we always roll a dice. If it lands on an even number, we are going to read a positive review about this book on Goodreads. If it lands on a negative, sorry, if it lands on an odd number, we are going to read a negative review on Goodreads. We are not going to say anything about this review. We're just going to read it and leave it in the air. So your number this week, <laughs> I'm nervous, is a 10 even whoa i'm sorry is is it weighted we've been doing a lot honestly most of the ones that we've been doing have been another even (laughs) there's no negativity it's funny it lands on like an odd and then (laughs) done go ahead even number positive review all right so this review comes from madison they gave it a five out of five and they wrote 
I regret not reading this book sooner because what kind of crap did she put into this? I swear to God, it's too good. Rowan be having me on my knees, bro. Thank you so much for watching and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. How do you feel? Should we wait? Lower the music. <laughs> Lower the music. How do you feel? Why don't we reflect on the podcast? Because this is the end of our second season. 44, 48-ish episodes in. Mm-hmm. How do you feel from us starting this podcast to now? It does feel a lot more serious. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry I sounded so negative when we started this podcast. Oh, yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> do you mind if I say that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So when we started this podcast, I was... Super excited in the beginning, yes. like as soon as because we were both like, let's do it. Yes, we're in. But then you kind of started to sound like doubtful. Mm, yeah, like doubtful, apprehensive. Yes. You would say things kind of like, if well, when it's over. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna do it that much, like that much time. And yeah. we, by the way, we were spending a lot of money yeah, for we all were. of the equipment. So just saying that, it was kind of like you know, it dejected me a little bit. And so I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, sure. And then you also made a comment like, oh my god, if anyone ever wants to buy our podcast, which you know sometimes happens, you were like, I think I'd be done by then. And I was like, what? Isn't that the start? I don't know. I don't know how it works to mm. be honest. So I was really excited, and I know you're more excited now. Yeah. Can I just say? Yeah. Can I just say? I'm so sorry I was like that. It's okay. I feel like I was like that, too, because I I don't talk much about my job, but I used to commute, Mm -hmm. and I commuted for an hour and a half going and coming back, so a total of three hours. Three hours a day. And I was just so tired. Yeah. So I loved, I loved filming the podcast, but it was like... At that at that point in my life, it felt like another job, mm-hmm. and I was just I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling very like, oh my god. But then when we started to like, you know, I started to see it more as like an enjoyment thing, and we also started hanging out a lot more, and I did really really like that. Yeah. And then me finally moving into my new house and oh. us having a space for it, I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. I can breathe. I'm so sorry I was like that. I didn't mean to be like That's that. It's okay. And I did kind of want to bring it up, but at the same time, I was like, well, I mean, it is kind of like a hobby and we should just see how it goes too. Yeah. I'm glad that we're at this point though. I know, but right? I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad that you're in it now. Well, you're into it now. And plus you're, you work really hard for the podcast too. You do too. We both work hard. <laughs> yeah, we both do. <laughs> I want to make sure that it's even because yeah, we yeah, do yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it is really even. So, and yeah. everyone that's listening, we both put in a lot of work for the podcast. Yes, we do. Oh my gosh, but I'm. That's weird. <laughs> I know. It's weird it's coming weird. this season too. I know. So our podcast is our podcast is a year and almost a half. Yeah, a year almost, and a half old. Almost a half. Oh my god, one point five. I know, and it's crazy too because. In January of 2022, we both wrote, like, what numbers <laughs> oh, yeah. we think we're going to hit. Yeah, we were trying to manifest. Yeah. So we wrote, we each wrote, like, a list of projections. Of what we're going to hit on, like, Spotify and just, like, our, our views and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we podcasts don't... are weird, like, the way that they work. But it is really nice to see that we're, like, slowly getting more engagement. Mm-hmm. And it is slow, but it is very reassuring. I know. And yeah. there's more people that are actually, like, commenting, like, on uh, TikTok posts. Yeah. And I see the same names yeah. every now and then. So it, it's really reassuring. And it's like, you know, I when we started this podcast, I would see a lot of like motivational posts, like just in general, not that I was searching for them, but it was like, you may feel like, oh, I should have started sooner, 
But if you don't do it now, you're just going to keep saying that. Yes. So I feel that way just generally. Like, you know what? No matter what, we're going to keep growing. And you know what kind of helped me too? Mm. It was funny. We were stuck in the same numbers for a while. Yeah, too long. But what helped me was that video I sent you. Which one? It was the video of the... (gasps) Yes, I know which one. The motivational... Did you watch it? I did. So that video I sent you really helped me. Really? Because she made a comment. And this was right before our little libraries, which, by the way, I feel like after we did the little libraries, we started like... We skyrocketed. Skyrocketed, right? Yeah, we did. I had watched a video and basically it was like a success coach talking about how it's really hard for women to find success in media. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Like 100% I agree. Same. And she mentioned that it's hard because we, we feel like we have to be liked. Mm-hmm. and it's it's an everyone thing but i i do feel that a lot yeah and it still kind of bothers me sometimes but then it gets to the point where it's like you should make content that you enjoy yeah. before anyone else enjoys it mm-hmm. and with the content you make if you want people to be invested in it then you have to invest in it mm-hmm. so if you want to make money out of something then you have to give money to it yeah type of thing and to after that yeah and after that i was like okay so if, if if we are gonna do what we want to do with this podcast, then I have to put in a lot of time and effort into it. And so do I. Yes. Both of us. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice. It's really nice. <laughs> and also we didn't finish the thought, but we made projections and we haven't like shared them. We're no. waiting until the end of the year. And we're not going to say anything about it. No, we're not going to say oh anything. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Can I tell you though, my cat did throw up on that paper, so I did have to write it on a note. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Was I just that, wanted to say that. Was that like a premonition? <laughs> no, that was just psychic? Jeffrey. <laughs> just your cat being rude. But I am excited for season three. I am too. I'm so excited for the Eddies. Oh, yes, the Eddies. It's going to be so good. Join us for the Eddies. It's our book awards 2022. Because if movies, celebrities, and bands and- get awards... Then why can't books? Exactly. Join us for the Eddies 2022 presented by Story and Things. <laughs> A book podcast. But I think, hold on. I think I hear it. I, I hear the music. <laughs> Don't you hear the music? Oh, it's back. <laughs> oh my God. I think we've reached the end of the episode. Um, thank you so much okay. for joining us for season two. And we will see you in season three. Bye. Bye. Join us for the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs>